Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everybody welcome to another episode of the creators outlet please subscribe comment and share join us over at the youtubes at creators outlet also in the description you'll be able to find my link tree link uh for everybody that's listening to this in the podcast uh please help the channel out and and subscribe even if you're just going to still download or listen to it on your favorite platform and uh, now we're going to be joined by our uh, our special guest this evening, Mr. Fidelion. What up, dude? Hey, what is up, everybody? What is up, Will? Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. Well, the shaky camera work is, uh, you know, because I'm old and I sh- I get the shakes. Because uh, I'm, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm comfy on my in my new chair, my cup of coffee, and uh, <coughs> my my computer is acting uh, foobar. Oh, yeah. So uh, I mix in my caffeines. Got my coffee. Coffee and tea. I'm not. You got the way you got the screen set up throws me off. I'm already used to being like where to lay. Where to lay it out in the middle of the screen? Now it's off to the side. Yeah, I'm like, where is the uh... all the all the buttons are different? So I'm just like, uh... oh yeah, you know, like you got the 
The two little figures next to the screen are the two figures. Yeah, all that. Oh, oh there yeah. we go. That's better. See, there we go. Yeah, now I'm used to that, man. <laughs> and they they had they actually uh, Streamyard actually added more, a couple more layouts too. So, what do you mean they added a couple more? Um, there's one that you can be on there and make make yourself disappear, and just show like the screen the screen share. And then there's another one where you you be you become very tiny down in the corner, and the other one go in the and the screen share goes like across the entire thing. Oh yeah, yeah, all those ones where you got the little here's a screen, here's little people figures next to it, or the ones yeah that whole layout just click a button and there it goes. Yeah, mm -hmm. Streamyard's fun. Streamyard's okay. OBS, I've been trying to people have been trying to get me kicked into gear to mess with OBS. It's like oh man, I do not want the headache of of learning that right now i will soon enough man <laughs> oh yeah it's uh it's a trick and a half so i'm just i was like wait that's the wrong background let me change that where the hell are, is that oh yeah there it is i'm trying to do yeah. everything with, with my eyes off because and and you're trying to do everything on the phone tonight right so Oh, yeah. That's all, that's always fun. <laughs> there we go. There's hey, Max. What's up, Max? Tall what? boy product placement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Oh, there you go, Max. Just for you, man. <laughs> it's almost like you were here. You know, that's that that's part of uh his deal with me, you know, that I've got to, I've got to uh, add the Coke product placement every now and then. <laughs> so what's been going on, man? Oh God, a lot. <laughs> Let's see. Got a lot of stuff. Let's the most recent stuff. Uh, got my copies of naked cannibal campers that I worked on covers for, got those in nice. waiting for, uh, waiting for, uh, Waiting for a white devil to get all wrapped up and ready to go over at uh, Silverline. I just actually dropped rolling a note today to go, okay, checking in. Where are we at? <laughs> my pages are done. They, my page has been done for a while now. So, like I said, they're, they're linking it up since they're doing the uh, double features. Yeah. And instead of the last run, it's like, well, help, let's wait because uh, R.A. Jones, the writer, which is the writer for White Devil, but he's also the writer for Grimm which is one of their ongoing series. So he's going to match. He's going to put white devil with, uh, with Grimm. So it'll Grimm. be both RA books or Jones's books. So that's cool. That works. I'm good with that. You know, I'm just like, when, when are we going to just like you, <laughs> is white devil done yet? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Have you finished those damn pages yet? <clears throat> yeah, actually that's what I'll do. I'll pull up a couple of those tonight is, as I shuffle through the folders, man, because much like you, I was on a time crunch earlier. Mm. I'm trying to keep it a little clean tonight because my daughter's here. What? You? No way. Are you Fuck feeling yeah. okay? <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> She's like, I only ever hear you swear on your podcast. And I, I figured out she was stalking my podcast because she was here one night. I go, okay, I'll be, I'll be back. I gotta go do, a, I gotta go do a podcast. Then I hear a 
chime go off on her phone. What's that? He goes, oh, it's just a YouTuber. Alert. I go, for my podcast? Uh, no. You're like, um, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. But, you know, that's cool, you know, that my kid's like a, a secret fan. Even oh, if she, yeah. she, even if she is only watching to hear me, you know, drop f bombs. <laughs> She's like, "Ooh, Dad said a curse word." Mm-hmm. She's gonna be getting on you. Here's the swear jar. Fill it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just took my water pill. I can fill that jar up. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. We'll make things easier. Oh. That made me all nice and dark there. I'm switched over to my other monitor so I can pull stuff up on this one. Oh, this is probably going to hurt my head. We'll figure it out. Any viewer reason is good, absolutely. <laughs> right? Let's see. We'll share screen. I think Max just basically told me, dance for me, monkey boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you know, we, we've got our regular, we got our regular uh, circus Ted of monkeys over where we're usually hanging at, man. <laughs> Either at Niobe and friends or uh, over on the Zen Den when I'm have that kicked into gear. I need to do one this week. Yeah, see, I got Inception folders here, folders within folders within folders. But we'll bring up a couple things right now while I've got them out. Fit with the season of the witch. Nice. I can do this. There we go. That's one I did. This is something I've been doing stuff with. Uh, oh, this isn't actually that's not even the right one because I didn't have it completely finished. What's wrong with you, Phil? But any well, just the hair it looks like. But yeah, this these are things that I've done with uh, my buddy Greg Kimmett, man, uh, up in Toronto. We've done these every year for about five years or so during Halloween time. We start a uh, we uh, do uh, monster Halloween kind of stuff. There's yeah. one from last year that we did. There's a lot of mad scientists involved. You oh, know I, I saw that one. Let's that one's really good. Here was from a little short page story that uh, we'll do something with eventually called Squatters, where it's ba basically goes somebody moves into this place and they find out that it's already occupied, you know, but not by human entities. <laughs> and let's see what else that's. Oh, we've got that one too. Edinburgh Castle. Nice. Let's see if I can click through and get to the other ones. And there's one of the last ones that I just posted this up not long ago. This is one I started on a while ago. Mm -hmm. and I just had the like little hell beast creature, like basically just the head laid out. And then it's like, okay, what am I going to grab up? Because uh, Greg sends me over just tons of sketches and stuff that he's done he's got like such a stack of them and then it's like these have been sitting for a while need something to do with them i'll you know i'll send them over to phil so then i'll you know so i've got my folder of collection of all the goodies for like halloween time if he doesn't have anything 
new right away. I'll just go into the folder and find something, grab it up, and start working on it. Nice. But yeah, what this? What I I usually end up naming them. <laughs> this one I named Hell Beast Reanimated. Whoa, hey, dang! Whoa. I'm being a boomer, Will. <laughs> that was last night. That was last night. <laughs> Okay, Boomer was last night. We covered that uh, that two issue uh, limited Silver Surfer run that uh, Mobius did the artwork on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like Mobius's work, man. It's just a gorgeous two issues, and Stan wrote it, and Mobius did everything else on it. So. Oh, here's something we can show off. Here was a recent cover I wrapped up for uh, uh, Trish and Mike Benston. Oh, nice. For their series, uh, Brink and Fetch. Yeah, I do quite a bit of covers. It seems like I've been doing more covers lately than sequentials. But I'm not complaining. see what else we got oh some of the Warren stuff me and Warren do like that was carried over from when we're doing uh doing the Zen Den stuff where he's working on just a, whatever comes to mind while we're uh while we're on there I'll do some coloring and he'll be doing some drawing and and so we just started incorporating those two together so He'll get one done, he'll send it over to me, and then I'll throw some colors up on it and stuff, you know? And and the and the beautiful thing is he can't tell. And he can he can to an extent. And you know, it's just, you know, the different kinds of color blindness and stuff, you know, you can see certain things yeah. better than others. And he says printed, he can see it better than when it's on a screen, too. I don't know why that is, but maybe the pixelation. Could be. Let's see, where's another one we worked on together? Did a little Florida Loki. That's what we call it. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> I don't know what the proper term is for the Loki that's the alligator, man. But oh, we, I just call him, we just call him Florida Loki. <laughs> it's the Mike Barron edition. The Mike Barron edition. Yeah, there you go. And there's the first one that we worked on on the show together oh yeah i really like that one actually let me grab a better one because as you see i have multiple files here so yeah i'm gonna make sure i grab the right ones there we go that's better but yeah that one was fun because what was it it, it, it looks like it could come right out of a a simpsons treehouse of horror it's like very like kodos and the the two aliens kodos and whatever but we we're yeah. calling it Squidward's cousin. Well, for one thing, we were doing it, and then uh, Jim O'Reilly was watching, or was I think he was on there with us. Actually, he's like, you know, SpongeBob. So there, you know, all of a sudden, SpongeBob made his appearance in it. I think he's getting ready to be used as a loofah or something, you know. So I don't know. <laughs> Time to clean the booty. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> And what's one of the other ones we did? Let me grab the right one. A little bit of Throg. 
Yeah. You know how it is. The low when we were watching the Loki series, it kind of hit us, you know. And I, I dug that series. Did you? How? How do you? What do you think of it? Do you like it? I didn't. I didn't really care for it. I I watched like three or four episodes, and I'm like, mm, just wasn't my just wasn't my uh, my cup of tea. I ah. I did I did like most of the episodes of the What If. Now, that's only, one I got to catch up on yet. Yeah, they they finished. I was bummed. I go when I finally remembered to watch it on a Wednesday. It was actually it was actually the week after the entire season finished because they did they did only like nine episodes. So yeah, I've seen like two of those. So I still have like what probably seven, six, six or seven to go. <laughs> yeah. The, the it's only okay. thing I'll eventually get caught up, but I don't mind not getting caught up because that just means I'm busy. <laughs> if I'm not able to get caught up on oh, shows man. and stuff, it just means I'm busy, and I'd rather be busy than catch up on shows. Yeah, I, I <laughs> dug. I dug the anime. A lot of people didn't like the first episode, and I'm like, I like it. It's you know, it's just kind of like a a character switch out. But I, I liked the animation because it reminded me a little bit of. Uh, some of the sequences from the original heavy metal movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just the stylish of the animation. But, right. uh, the only thing that bugged me was what, what if was a, was, you know, they were all like one-off stories and they, they ran like a thread through most of these. So they basically, you know, something from every, every episode kind of like connects to the other a little bit, but right. What else? King Shark. Yeah, this is one that I got to get around to that that Warren did on the show. Warren Brown. Yeah. You know, creator of Sig and Joe. He's been very much busy on that, getting it all worked, reworked, and he's he's not got many pages left to go before Sig and Joe is wrapped up and ready to be consumed. Cool. Nom nom. There, nom there's a... Uh, there's a, a great meme out there with uh with King Shark. There's there's like the new McFarlane King Shark where he's you know looks like you know the big show w- as a shark, you know, so he, he's not you know quite in shape. And then there was a different version that came out for Suicide Squad where he's all ripped like you know a bodybuilder. Yeah. So the the meme was on the left side of the screen. Uh, it shows, you know, the muscled up King shark. And on the right side, it shows the, the fat lumpy one. And it, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it labeled them single and married. The one that cracked me up the most in that whole one was, uh, was the weasel weasel dude. Oh my God. <laughs> that was pretty funny, man. So are you interested to see the, the, what is it? The uh, uh, new spinoff, C- Cena's Cena's character. Oh, what is it Pe- Peacemaker? Oh, oh, Peacemaker? You mean the the China the China John? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he- I I've I've actually met him before at shows, and he was all very nice. But you know, when when you mistakenly you know refer to. Uh, you know, Hong Kong or Taiwan is something else. 
and you go, you all of a sudden are on TV speaking fluent Cantonese, apologizing on your on your hands and knees to China. Uh, Is that the one where he's selling like hot sauce or something like that? We went through a whole slew of videos of him doing Cantonese or something on some commercials of some kind for over there. They were hilarious, man. Yeah, but they were they were shooting over there. They were shooting Speaks. something over. Yeah, they were shooting something over there. And speaking uh, of hilarious, here is a piece I did for a uh, Larry for a uh, Niobe Niobe's comics from the uh, last uh, run that he just did with one of his new characters, Sybil. This was a trading card that I did with uh, did for him for that campaign. Looks a little Squid Games. Oh, that's it. He's like, no, this was before. And, and he's right. This was before Squid Games. But, but, you know, in Squid Games, actually, the triangle was the other way around. Yeah, but yeah, this this was a pre Squid Games. This one was done before Squid Games was even announced and out. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know about it till like two or three weeks ago. Oh, I have still not. I've just heard about. It. I have not got to see it. So, I I watched. If you watch the trailer, you get the gist of it. And uh, I just thought it was funny because. Uh, my friend's son uh, is works for uh, Spirit, and they have apparently been selling a crapload of uh, Squid Games masks and uh, and stuff. So he's like, "Well, there's going to be a lot of Harley Quinns, killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> oh yeah, and, and people with." plastic machine guns dressed up as squid games i'm like oh great yeah we've been talking about killer clowns like if they're if they were to do a sequel or a reboot or whatever we would really like to see killer clowns from outer space i think it was actually i think it was uh i think it was warren that showed me that he had just got one of the killer clowns from outer space figures from somewhere and i'm like oh yeah where'd that come from that's cool as shit yeah, yeah, I, I gotta make sure I'm not showing off too much in the folders. There's some stuff I can't, but and here, here you go. Here's uh not only do I do color work, I, I also, you know, I've done graphic design before comics, so I've been doing a little bit of uh title page layout kind of stuff like this. Did this for the last Mary Machine Gun man, and that was nice. pretty fun to do. I was like, you know, Oh, it's was, like Mac staring back at us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This one is just just layout. I didn't do any of the 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 color or the art per se. You know, basically just layout and a little bit of extra design in there. Nice. Trying to fit everything in there, make sure it doesn't gunk it up too much. So, yeah, that's the one I found. I had to put in there. Had to found that little that little play on Intel. Intel inside, did devil inside. <laughs> devil inside, devil inside. That's, that's funny because I've been listening to a lot of NXS like the last couple of weeks. I haven't for a while, man. 
lately my kick has been i don't know who started i think sam started it but it was the whole concrete blonde stuff man so i had to like go back and listen to bloodletting because it's that time of year i started listening to freaking old night ranger albums again (laughs) oh god oh we'll have to well well what I'm what what are you thinking, Will Night Ranger? <laughs> I didn't hey, see where you posted up. Where was that that you posted up that? What was that jelly roll dude or whatever the hell that was, man? Yeah. That was funny. I was laughing when I saw that. You know, that place is like a five minute walk from my house, man. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, yeah you- that's that's pretty much in my backyard, man. I I, I could probably i probably could hear that in the in the slight distance man when they were when that because that's one of the outdoor ones that's not inside the club i actually played inside that club at one couple points in time but yeah when they're panning around to the crowd that street right behind them man if you go down that street i'm just right down from there man you you were leaning out the window shut up you kids shut yeah well, across on the other side of the street, there's actually a, there's actually another like little bar, and they have an outside area where everybody can hang out, and they usually do a live band stuff on the weekends in the uh, summer times and when things aren't funky. But yeah, I can always hear people playing from down there too. But usually, right. Pierre's is an indoor thing, so you don't really hear that much. But when they do the outdoor things, that's a different story. Let's see what else. Oh, that's what I can show you some of, man. We'll give you a little sneak peek. Uh, my folders within a folders within folders. Yeah, see, initially White Devil started out back in the early 90s as an imprint uh, under Malibu. And they're trying to go with kind of that new... They're trying to get on the the manga thing back then. So this was kind of the versions of it back then. And and hence it's been, you know, it's got on a different flavor now. And it's got more of that more Western style uh, detailed ink work on it and stuff. Oh, no, that's that's a template. You don't want to see that. That's not it. But yeah, so that this was some of the white devil. I did a little bit of a, a color reconstruction when I got around to it, and that's how we end up with. Uh, where are we? I believe in here. Nope. Like I said, the folder, the inception folder, folder within a folder within a folder. I believe. Yeah, here we go. Oh, this is one one of the alternative covers. That I did with uh, Floramonte. Um, oh, yeah, I remember this one, yeah. Which is, he's like one of the Kablam, one of the Kablam owners. And this is, yeah, this is a uh, homage to one of the, uh, homage to one of the old uh, Superman covers, man. Where yeah, it makes, you know, it make, instead of, of Bird like, the Dragon, it's a, it's an eagle, <laughs> you know, yeah. in the Superman one. The, uh, it also made me think of uh, Silverhawks, too. Oh, yeah, maybe. I guess so. But let's see. We'll get into. There we go. We'll pull this one up. 
this is the title page for the first issue, which is uh, there's three more issues after this one. So it's a four issue run. This will be coming up soon. White Devil, that's Connor and Bird. And, you know, this particular story is called Steel Sister, and it's in chapters. And chapter one is Flesh Market. Sounds so, familiar. Yeah, it's basically it's basically him saving uh saving uh some uh people that are actually uh being taken by slavers and stuff. And it's uh written by R. A. Jones. Uh he's done other stuff like he did co creation stuff to do with Bulletproof Monk, he did a little bit of writing for Green Lantern, uh he did some dark horse things and stuff. Uh, Jatson Rennick, the penciler, Mike Keeney's the anchor. They both worked on stuff. I think it was Mike worked on a run of uh, Deathstroke. Deathstroke, Deadshot, one of those. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the Homage Flesh Market the sounds game. like a horror flick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Homage It's all the same. <laughs> yep. And uh, let's see, Mike Belcher on the letters. That Philion dude, colorist, man. You got to watch out for that dude, man. <laughs> and, of course, Rollin, Rollin Mann, the editor over at uh, the Big Cheese over at Silverline. Mm-hmm. We'll see what else. I guess I can. won't get to see it all. I'll give away a page or two, though. We'll find some good stuff here that'll be cool. Because we don't want to give away too much. Because, you know, that's why you get the book. Here's a good one. Since it has some good blood splatters in it, I'll just pull that one up. This is when he first shows up at, like, the like the slaver's hideout. You know, there must be, you know, decapitations, hands flying, missing hands, you know, all that good stuff. <laughs> oh, no. It must, it's, a, it's a relative of Anakin. <laughs> you were supposed to be the chosen one. Let's see, we'll find another good one from there. I loved I loved the meme uh with with Vader holding up a lava lamp uh that said uh to Darth from Obi. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, and this is when he gets done with that, and he frees frees a bunch of the uh, women that are in here. Where is that? Actually, we'll do that one real quick. But yeah, he breaks in the door and finds out that they're all, you know, uh, locked up back here. They all get out of there. It's like, I gotta go! And nice. that's, that's when he's like, uh, hold it, what's going on back here? Good God! And that's also because, and this is all I'll give this last part of that, just leading into it, so he can see where it's going. He basically frees all of them, and here was uh, Samai, which has had uh, uh, Dr. Canceniero did uh, diabolical mad scientist uh, experiments on her, so she's now basically a cyber centaur chick, you know? Yeah, I remember. Which is really fun. Pretty cool. Yeah, I really liked working on the chrome. I like working on chrome and metal, man. That's some of my favorite fun stuff to do. 
Let's see what else can we don't want to give it all away, so I'll just find a few select ones. And here's one of the head people that is part of the uh, the the gang of bad guys. As you can see, this is after you know after Connor had been through and White Devil had been through and dealt with stuff. You know, there's dude with his head off, his hands sitting there. You know, all kinds of of visceral leftover from the night before. <laughs> Nice. Here, actually, I'm looking on the other screen. I guess it'd be better if I brought up a little bit bigger. There we go. But yeah, that gives you a close little close up of everything. And so you can see what I do, which is just the color work, you know. Occasionally, I'll do fixes on books if needs be when it gets to me, you know. It's not unusual for me to have found a panel in a book where it's like, they're uh, missing a finger in this panel. It's like, uh, you want me to, you know, I can I can draw also at least enough to get a finger in there for you. It's like, there, there, I fixed it. Is that good? Yeah, all right, on to the next page. But I did not have to do that in this book. Let's see if we can find another good one. Like I said, just don't want to show off too much. I'll just go with the final page after they're out on the road and he decided to save her from the village because people are like, we don't, you're, you're a monster now. We knew you once before, but you aren't the person we knew. And white devil, you know, had to help her out. So she's on the road with him and you know, that's what they're doing, deciding where to go from there, help rescue the rest of the people and stuff like that. So, yeah, this one will be 24 pages, and like I said, there are three uh, other issues coming up on that. Um, with mostly everything done on the next two issues, and or everything done on the next two issues except for the color work. And most everything done on the fourth issue of this particular arc. And is that going to end up being a flip book with the other title he's writing? Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, as the other ones get out or as the other ones get done, I think they're either going to be pulled into their own single titles or a trade with all four issues in it. I'm not quite sure yet how that's going to go. But yeah, yeah so this one. So, yeah, so this one will be paired up with uh, R.A. Jones uh, other book, which is the Grimm series. Which pretty good run going over there at Silver Line. I think they're on like issue three or something like that of it right now. Nice. I'll show you some one-off work that I did. I also do commissions for people like line artists when they uh, either don't have the time to do the colors or they don't do the colors. And this is one I uh, one of the ones I did for uh, Javier Lugo. Oh, I know Javier. I got I got some work from him. Yeah, you know, Green Tempest, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah, Javier's a really cool dude. But that's one of the ones I did for a print run for him. And also this double page. I might as well show the double page instead of the singles. But uh, this is both the pages together, which is uh, the Asgardians meet uh, 
meet the uh, masters of the universe. And there's even a little bit, if you look in the background, in the back background, there, there's a little bit of a little bit of Thundercats involved there, I believe. See back here in this back corner. Oh yeah, I, I'd be rooting for the Thundercats because. And then the then the uh, then the you know the what that's Mumra's Mumra's domain over there. But yeah, there's yeah. all kinds of little stuff hidden in there. There's the uh, what is it the whatever three Asgardians there in the background. You got the Destroyer back there. You've got Man at Arms back here, and one of the other. Uh, God, what is those guys' name? You should know. Yeah, well, I'm I'm looking at it on my phone, so it's kind of like tiny. What is the Warriors Three? That's what they are. That's right. Oh yeah. So uh, they're kind of they're kind of hidden back there. Hogan, uh, Fandral, and uh, the Voluminous Volstag. Yeah, right there. And then there's a uh, what's her name back there buried in the. The Masters of the Universe, uh, Evil Lynn. There you go. You can see her. She's kind of underneath a uh, Volstag there, kind of getting crushed. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Poor girl. But, yeah, and then up up in the corner, you've got a uh, lady. What is it? Lady Sif and, uh, and Tila. Then he said, uh, sometimes I sneak, sneak in my own little stuff sometimes in pieces. He's like, figure out something to put on the flag. So, well, that's Castle Phil now because I put my little uh, little <laughs> trade moniker up there on it. <laughs> Castle Phil. <laughs> Castle Phil Skull. Look, it can't be any worse than what freaking Kevin Smith did to it. So, <laughs> it's like, I don't know why everybody hates me. Well, you're kind of a douche. Because uh, <laughs> people are so... Uh, see, with that, man, I have no... Never you mind with it because I have not really caught up. Like, the He-Man stuff was... It came out right at the edge where I wanted to check out other stuff. You know, I wasn't all about that. So I don't have that uh, particular yeah, it wasn't, block in it, my way when I go to see... You know, even with the like the big two with certain shows and stuff, it's like... I don't know. I stopped reading mainstream like frick in early nineties. I, it doesn't bother me because I don't, didn't catch up with, I'm not one of those people that's like, well, an issue two thirty four of this, that's not the thing. You know, it's like, I don't have that hang up when I st see stuff in, in, no, in the uh, video world. So it doesn't bug me that much, you know? And plus well, it seems like that, like our generation, our generation is pretty bad with holding on to nostalgia worse than the generations before us, man. We, you change one thing and everybody throws a fit, you know? <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, it's just one of those things. It's, you know, drives me nuts. I know. And I, I'm sure it drove people, you know, like I've said, with a lot of that stuff, like characters have changed, man, even for us, things had changed. And, I'm sure there was older readers and stuff going, what'd they do? Why'd they change the outfit? Why they're like this? So it's not like this hasn't been going on for a, a few decades or so, you know? <laughs> it's yeah, nothing new. It's, it's just now that we're just, in the older like, camp going, why'd you do that? <laughs> you know, a lot of it's just like, you know, lazy writing. 
you know yeah that'll be my one thing that i'd say with a lot of stuff like that when it comes to that it's not so much what they're putting in them it's just really lazy writing because like i've said even the old school books did the same you know they did the same thing where there's little bits of social commentary in there but it was good writing it wasn't like here it is right in your face it's like here here look it's laid out here's all the aspects looking at it from different angles now you kind of digest it and figure it out on your own and like i always say i always go back to i know i use this one a lot but i go back to roddenberry and like the original star trek there was lots of social commentary in the original star trek but it was just really good writing you know yeah oh here we go here's some new stuff that i did recently i think you've seen some of this well i'm sure you've seen some of this but let me arrange this so i can see what the heck i'm doing hey doc how are you oh yeah that's so i gotta pull that up too what's up what's up mr blalock let's see what else we got oh i like that bad girl for some reason i'm sure you do max he's got to be talking about the uh almost dominatrix looking uh uh clan leader whatever from the uh, white devil Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, what's up, Big Daddy? Yeah, I'm live on the air. On somebody else's stream for a change. <laughs> instead of, <laughs> I had to get it over here, Will. You said you are going to come on a long time ago, Phil. What happened with that? <laughs> okay, Blaylock. There we go. Sorry, Chris, man. <laughs> That's why I just stick to Doc. I, I, I can't, I can't screw up the word Doc from all those years of Bugs Bunny cartoons. Oh, how's the new chair? That must be what you got a new chair, did you, Will? Yeah, uh, my my sit to stand recliner uh, busted like two months ago, and they finally got me a, a brandy new one. A brandy new one. A brandy new one. Uh, I got it. Good. I got it uh, yesterday, and I'm like, "Oh, this is so good! I can go back to like reading comics again and be comfortable." I know I've got to get. I've need a new chair. My one buddy says, "Like, just get you a new chair. You're sitting in a chair working all the time. You need a good chair." And I'm like, "I just if I don't want to spend the money right now." <laughs> He's like, "Just do it. You need to do it." <laughs> So I've been looking, keeping an eye out over on New Egg, looking at some of the more comfortable, like gaming office chairs, you know, with yeah. extra bells and whistles. So I'll just wait until those go on sale and then I'll snatch one up. Well, I got this from the program I'm in because it's considered, you know, medical equipment. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm just wondering when the when the hot tub will be arriving. Uh well, here, while Doc's in here, let's pull up that folder that I was <coughs> going to. Can I show that, Doc? Doc, can I show that uh, cover off, buddy? I'll wait for a reply, but I'll get the, uh, at least get the folder ready. Okay, cool, cool. So having done hundreds of commission paintings, I did my first comic art commission today, 11 by 17 of Bigfoot versus 
Michigan Dog Man. It was a hoop. Oh, Dog Man. Yeah, that's cool. I love hearing the stories about Dog Man up there, man. And I think Wisconsin has something like that, too. Yeah, uh, it's. I, I'm pretty sure there's a dog man in the uh, in the book coming out from Six Five Six Comics, uh, Cryptonals. Oh yeah. Oh, there's something else Max had said. He's telling you he needs he needs some time on air, Will man. What's he DMing you? Because I'm not seeing it in the chat. Oh, it's over in the comments in the chat. I'm looking in StreamYard. Um, yeah, see, I was I, I decided to actually bring up, turn on the other monitor because I knew it would be a lot easier to deal with this. Hence why I keep looking off to the side of the screen because that's where the other monitor is. Um, no, he needed, uh, yeah, he's got the, uh, the Mary Machine Gun uh, Indiegogo campaign going right now. There's, I think there's probably like eight days left on that or something. And he does have Human Hunters coming up for a Kickstarter here soon. I believe if I'm right, if I'm wrong, Max, tell me. But if I'm if I'm correct, he is launching that on Halloween. Yeah, uh, DM me uh, tomorrow afternoon, Max. I'll, I'll set something up for you. Because uh, December, I'm taking going to be end up taking uh the first week or so of december off because uh november 30th i gotta i gotta go into the oral surgeon and get all four of my wisdom teeth yanked so oh fun fun yeah a lot of people take a little bit of a break in december the way it is just in general a lot in comics and even podcasting yep halloween is the launch day for human hunters Will do. Very okay. Good. And here we go. Here is the uh, one that I wrapped up here for uh, for uh, Doc. For um, oh. Pariah Mud and Blood is the name of it. This is uh, like a witchy woman there, you know, and uh, that is a uh, golem behind her that is, you know, kind of in the bayou setting. So you can see he's kind of like at one with the background surroundings, a little bit of that Spanish moss going where, you know, that's mm-hmm. kind of where his, his beard goes and all that. But yeah, this is for a uh, pariah blood and mud. I'm going to be in that book. And let's see throw. Yeah. I'm not going to launch until 20. You mean till 2022 doc? Uh, if not, you you're late. Uh, if not, somehow the the space time continuing has there's there's been a cross in the dimensions somewhere. Yeah, I, I think he's launching early next year. But yeah, this one was a fun one to do. I worked over his gray washes on this uh, and went for like did more of a painterly style. Like here, if I, it's like yeah, Will and Pops will be in it with. Uh, cherry bomb at a bar oh you're gonna be in that book will <laughs> yep and yeah if i if i go in a little bit you can see where i've worked over the gray wash i have a certain way i do that so the colors and the gray wash work out together 
Nice. I went a little painty with the tree so we could get some good grooves in it and everything. A little bark feel. But yeah, she's smexy. Yeah, this yeah. was a fun one to work on. Which you will learn. Yep, it's I gotta dig out all my rock and roll songs that fit this time of the year, man. There's so many of Black Magic Woman. Strange uh, Brew, all that kind of good stuff. Anything from Zombie and uh, Alice Cooper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, here we'll go. I know this isn't quite as Halloween-y stuff, but we've got some uh, stickers that I worked on for uh, Rich here not long ago. Re oh, yeah, the inconsistent stickers, yeah. Those are really cool. Let's see, where do we got? I want to make sure I get them all in order properly here. Bad Phil, not as organized as I should be. There's one of them. Oops, that's not one of the done ones. I'm going to have to pull them up one by one. We got that. We've got... Yeah, I like how you did the tones on the gold. Here's the, yeah, I like like I said, I like doing metally kind of colors and stuff. I enjoy doing that. Metal, metal, metal. Oh, let's see. There's one of the other ones. Yeah, I did five of these total. Actually, Rich is at a convention this weekend. Yeah, I, I saw he set up, and he was all excited. the The books finally showed up. The uh, the hardcovers finally showed up to him. So, oh yeah, talking about books, that's what I'll bring up next. Some of the book stuff I just got in. Let's see, here is five. Oops, that's not the finished one. Yeah, I saved multiple copies along the way as I'm working on a project. That's why you'll see different, different, uh, different stages. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. I'm like, yeah, I was trying to think of the word, too. Different what? Well, Different I'm busy trying to look at this. I, I'm not able to chew bubble gum and, and walk at the same time tonight. So. <laughs> the heroine of the story is Elizabeth Payne. She's patterned as a brunette Stevie Nicks. Oh, yeah, there you go. But, yeah, so this is some of the – these are the set of chibis that – uh. Rich has going out with uh, not sure what packages, but he does have them. He does have I, stickers going out. It was a set of five that I worked on for him. Yeah, I, I think these are going out to everybody. Okay, there you go. So anybody I think, that... I, I, I can't say for sure, but I, I was pretty sure that these were like a stretch goal. Oh, thanks, Doc. Thank you. Let's see now we'll I, know, go. I know he's sending me a package because uh hey lorenzo hail how are you my friend hey what's up lorenzo slee stack uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> marshall will and holly on a routine expedition <laughs> <laughs> yep 
Okay, I know where we're going next with some stuff. I know you know some of this, but we'll we'll go into the uh, Dave Summy folder, which I've been doing stuff with for, you know, uh, like some one-off stuff. Like, oops, hey, that brought it up on the wrong screen. What is up with that? No, no, no. That's why I opened up a second monitor, but here's one I did of a uh, Black Canary for him. Nice. I went kind of like gave it that old school kind of feel to it. Maybe that 70s feel, you know, because that's kind of the style it was in. So I kind of went crazy yeah. with the little rings behind her and stuff. Yeah, that's that's my favorite version of her. I can't imagine why. <laughs> I wonder. Well, I do have another version, but he's like, no, let's go with the other one. Here was the other version, which is like classic. You know, her leggings are blue. They're not, you know, yeah. mesh and see-through. So I did I the classic. remember at one point they gave her like a full body suit and like, you know, dove wings across her chest. And they they launched it. I think it was like Detective or uh, like a Brave and the Bold cover. And they basically did it the same way they announced Robin. So she was jumping through, like, you know, the circus hoop or whatever. Because they wanted to change everything. <laughs> Second one. Oh, yeah. That's right. I, yeah, I got, got some spooky lights up tonight. I didn't turn on my on-air light that I've got back there. But I, I did add some, uh, add a little ambiance. All right. Catch you later, Doc. Get some Take sleep, care, Doc. man. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Yeah, hit me up soon, man. I'm around. Well, you're not as round as I am, but, you know, still. Not as much now. Over the last year, I've actually dropped some weight for a change. I usually go the back and forth. The end of winter, it's like, oh. <laughs> and then as it goes into spring, I get back into that normal area. But then winter comes along again, and usually, oh, the extra goes on. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, uh, yeah, I'm still, you know, I'm still losing and, you know, doing, doing more exercise, trying to get my doctor to put me on outpatient, uh, PT to gain some more strength in my legs so I can do more stuff. All right. Yeah. No problem. I'll be around tomorrow, doc. Just hit me up. And like we got this here. This was a uh, exclusive for down at the collective, you know, down there with Danny and those guys. Oh yeah, exclusive cover for Naked Cannibal Campers, which I have copies right here, actually. So it's not so shiny, and you can see it. I don't like to too much though because it's all signed and stuff. I've got a. It's because this was adapted over from a, uh, like you know. Low or lower budget, like B flick horror movie. That's pretty cool. That's what this book came from. So the three witches on there, the main ones in, in the book are on that, in that movie. And it's signed by all three of the actresses by Dougie, Dougie, the sorcerer. That's like trying to deal with them and keep them from killing everybody. And also the uh, director of the movie. So, I got a nice little keepsake on that one. Dave was cool enough to send me some little goodies out like that. Nice. And that means I'll put that back in later. 
Whoa. Nope. Put it back in now before I drop it somewhere and mess it up. <laughs> before I forget it's there and then knock it off the table. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then along with that, I did one of the other covers, which is... Yeah, you did the uh, the circle cover, right? Yeah, hold on. I'll bring that one up. That was this one. So actually what he was doing is when he printed them up, you know, he's got that empty circle. He's got the empty, uh, the crystal ball in there all empty. And so what he can do is if people want to get a, get us they get their uh sketch of whoever they want put a head sketch in there and stuff i guess i could turn up the light and that would probably help let's see if that helps a little bit a little bit yeah yeah actually does like the remarks or whatever in there yeah but yeah so that one they so they can put in a you know so they he can draw in a little uh sketch in an image if anybody wants a like kind of semi sketch cover, but you know, personalized for whoever's getting it. And then there was this one. Oops. This was for retro, retro rat comics and gaming. This was another exclusive store cover of the naked cannibal campers girls. I'd, I'd like that one if they wouldn't eat me. If they would, you you want to be that guy down there in the front, don't you? Admit it, man. You know you do. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. And with that one here is like, so that's another, the other cover with it when it was all printed and done. But that's what I've got for the Naked Cannibal Camper stuff right now. Let's see what other goodies we got here. Oops. You know what? If I put a bright screen up over on this other side, everybody will be able to see stuff better. But, you know, there you go. Phil not thinking ahead and stuff. <laughs> well, you know what it was. We were both we were both kind of down to the wire on time tonight, getting in here and everything. So I didn't get quite yeah. set up as well as I would have liked to. <laughs> Let's see if I just pull up a straight up something with a bright screen yeah i bet this works better now if i show stuff like uh here you go this is my one of the books i well i should get out the first one first but this is one of the first ones that i worked on as a uh as an editor i was the editor-in-chief for a little bit over at divided district studios and put together their anthology did a few of the insert pages, did, did color work in it. Nice. Um, let's see, there's a couple stories in it. There's even one here in the back. Uh, Bedorn that I worked on. This was, uh, 
Sean or Rich actually, Rich Parada did the uh pencils on this one. Sean MacArthur did the inks. And then they had me do the colors because Sean was running out of time. So I did 10 pages in this one. This was the one where I tested myself for what I could pull. It's like, okay, yeah, I'll do the editor stuff, which means all the pre-press, putting it together. So so I was testing myself to see just how hard I could push it. And I did uh, 10 pages of colors, uh, did some of the supplemental pages, editorial, uh Got it all ready for pre-print, and I did all that in like 14 days. So, yeah, 10, 10 pages of colors and putting the whole book together in supplementals in 14 days. Not that I like to do that, but I just wanted to see, you know, see exactly where I... And this is the uh, the full story that came out of that one. The cover that I colored that Sean MacArthur did the line work. Uh you know, here's another example of that I do set up a design a title, title credit pages. This is another one I put together. But yeah, that's uh, Chris Cole did the lettering in this. I think he did a really good job. Nice. Let's find one of the find a good page in here well they're all good but I'm just finding some of the goodie goodies there's a little bit of the one of the bad characters like the Oni style and everything on that dude and these are like the elemental guys that show up but yeah this is like a dimensional world kind of thing you know where she's just the main character, which is her, discover she's being tailed because they need to get her in because she needs to be like the savior of the multidimensional world. This is where the story ends off, where the one guy got uh, taken over by one of the creatures of there. And there's the preview for the uh, second issue, which I believe he has coming out fairly soon. But yeah, that was a little bit of stuff to do with Divided District Studios. And here was a cover I did with, uh, I believe it was Aaron. Let me double check here. Yeah, that's what I thought. This one was with Aaron Humphreys that I did uh, for one of the alternate covers for Friar Rush over at Silverline comics just did the color work with uh, Aaron Humphreys man so it's a little silver line stuff then other goodies here's one that uh since we always like this was one from a previous uh a, a previous collaboration with me and a uh, Greg in one of the first monster months that we did stuff we did this mock cover like the old school EC looking thing, you know? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I just wish this camera was better so it'd show it better, but yeah, it's on glossy stock and it really pops. No, 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 not that pops. <laughs> Sorry, no, that's stuck. It's 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 an it's an ongoing line. <laughs> Here's one another design I did with him because we also do uh 
on ha- Halloween, we do stuff all through Halloween. And then on uh, May the 4th, we always do stuff. So here was one that I did. Admiral Akbar's snack bar. Home with the crunchy krill munchies. Oh, I need one of them. Yeah, people like picking those up to throw them in there, throw them up on their uh, kitchen wall and stuff. You know. yeah, I decided to pull out some of the prints tonight because I don't usually show the, those off too much. There's one that I also did with Greg. Let's see what else. What other goodies we got in here? Then some uh, 11 by 17 prints. Nice. And here's one that I, I ended up penciling. And Rich, Rich, Rich said, no, Rich Parada. He said, let me, let me ink on that. So. Yeah, I, I did a did pencils of this one. Rich inked it up, and then I threw uh, colors over it. And that is uh, Winslow from uh, The Walking Dead, one of the seasons. Uh, let's see. More Greg Kimmett stuff I worked on with him. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. That was, This one cracked me up. All kinds of little... Easter eggs in that one, man, all through there. And let's see, posted this one up recently, but there's like the print version. Oh, the Chucky, yeah. The Chucky. That came out great. Oh, thanks, man. And here's a print version of the castle you saw earlier. Nice. Those clouds came out great. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I definitely like when I do it. I I print on that harder stuff, man. I don't, I don't print it on. I don't print on that. You can roll it up like a, uh, like a poster kind. I like to, although I have been doing that where it's like I've done two versions where you'll have more of the hardcore one, like this, but then I'll also do a cheaper price point version, which is like the poster kind of stock, you know. Yeah. So it just depends, you know, it depends on, you know, what you want to spend or how durable and everything you want it. So that's why I went with that, with that kind of thing. Oh, I remember uh, the first couple of prints I bought from a guy out in Illinois. Oh, that's nice. Uh, They rolled them up and mailed them to me in a tube. And then I had to unroll them and, you You know, flatten it out. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> so I texted him. I go, uh, can you put aside three print top loaders for me? And then the next time I order prints from now on, I want everything in a top loader and mailed flat. Yeah, there you go. He's like, yeah, and this, this was the very first cover that I ever worked on at WF comics for their anthology. And this was with Greg. This is one this is pretty much about where I ran into Greg initially, and then we just continued working on stuff just together, you know, for a while. But yeah, that was I always I really like if I get the chance and the time, I really like to paint in my backgrounds. That's all brushed in nebulous stuff. That is no image that is painted in all of it. The same with all the texture in the rocks and everything. 
But yeah, that was the very first cover I'd worked on. Probably, what was it, about seven years back? Seven, seven, eight years back? Wow. And here you go. Here's the, here's the finished version of the one that you saw earlier. <laughs> uh, hold on. You froze on me, so I'm going to... There it uh -oh. is. Must be the phone. Yeah, there you're you back. Go. Yeah, there was that one you seen earlier, which I called a uh, caged Frankenstein. You want it? Can you figure out why? Uh, because he's in a cage. <laughs> no, because he based he based that Doctor Frankenstein is based off a of Nicholas Cage. <laughs> More power, Igor. I still got to see his new movie. That B movie one that just came out not long ago, kind of sci fi oh, yeah. dystopian. I forget the name of it. Uh, here was a promo for uh, a book called Woe from Ravenfish that I occasionally work with. That's Rick Tick with a little zombie dude there. That's cool. Oh, let me see. And there's some I see in here where it's like, oh, man, I got to print more up because I don't have any more. I had a cool Mandalorian one I did with Sean MacArthur, but that's right. I ran out of them the last time I was actually able to do a live con and stuff last year. <laughs> well, hence, I've got a lot of stuff that, you know, that I still need printed up since last year for the next time I get out tabling and stuff. So I'll have plenty. I'm. I'm going to have a wall of prints the next time I'm out, and i got to figure out how how to build that wall of prints for the next time I get out. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I know uh, Sean's got a show in two weeks, so he just got a, he just got a bunch of stuff uh, done up. It's a show that he hasn't done before, but it's a show that his kids have all, like, gone to. Oh, yeah. And, and they're like... Uh, you need more swag. You need like pins and stickers and they're okay. <laughs> so, okay. Then, yeah, of course I, I didn't work on this one, but I've got, Ooh, a nice copy of all signed of 47 furious tales. Oh yeah. That's still the, the net, the next issue is, uh, all up on us running its Kickstarter on its last eight days. And, uh, if it meets its stretch goals, uh, there's a piece that uh, one of the stretch goals is a piece that uh, me and uh, Warren Brown will be working on together. Oh, cool. So, yeah, make yeah. sure to check out 47 Furious Tales on Kickstarter. Good book, man. Good book. Yeah, if you haven't gotten uh, that book before, too, for $25, you can get uh, – Issue one, two, and three shipped to you for $25. So they got a great catch-up tier. Yeah, yeah, and it's good quality work, and those books are solid. Those covers are so nice. That kind of yeah. satiny finish has got to now, now I have to buy uh, the double-signed uh, Alexia Wellhausen cover every time now because uh, Sam sent me a... A, a gift uh, last time around and I got like all the cover twos uh, plus the uh, the cover A from num from issue one signed and I go so now I got to buy the signed cover from issue uh, issue three 
Oh yeah, it's yeah, definitely a good series. Steel flashes and blood flows in forty-seven yeah. Furious Tales. And it's going to be a lot more violent this issue. So, oh yeah. Now let's see if I can. Got plenty of other stuff that I could pull up here. Let me find some more stuff to show you. Like I said, I got tons, tons of things. Here's an old school one that I did this one for uh for Joe Tolliver over at uh Oh yeah comics cast that we did as a as a fan thing for the people that come to the show and everything, so I worked on a little dread for him. Yeah, that came out great. Oh, thanks. Let me see. I got to shake this a minute. There we go. You know that one little thing in Windows that you can do it like, look, you're shaking. It disappears. You shake. And... Come on. Come on. I'll see what happens now. Now I've... There we go. Now all the other pages come up. Hey, stop. You're giving me a headache, Phil. And when I first worked, first ran into Joe working on anything with him, that was for uh, this right here, which was for uh, Nine Realms Publishing, you know, Michael Oden and stuff. Oh, yeah, the Ogden. And this was a, the Ogden. So this is a piece uh, we worked on together. This one put me through my paces. There was so much in it, man. So much stuff in it, man. It's like, all right, Phil, you're going to have to work for a change. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, just went through and, uh, and redid uh, some lettering and stuff in this, too. Oh, thanks, Lorenzo, for popping that up, man. And I'm sure Sam thanks you, too. Let's see what other kind of goodies. Dig through the folders. I just got so much. Like I said, if... I would have had more time. I would have had this all situated in one folder. <laughs> no. That's the wrong one. That might be in here. Oh, here was one that I ended up I did I ended up doing a piece on my own for a change, Will. I was just doing some uh, brush tests, and I think I was sitting in the back room with uh, Warren and uh, Pete Vasquez, which he's out at the New York uh, Anime Con this weekend. But they're like, it kind of looks like something. So it's like, well, I made it into something, man. I figured out what it was all about and just painted everything in because this started out all this was solid blacks, you know, pretty much. And just went in and mangled it around, painted in some water, even put in this little freaky guy down here in the under the so-called bridge because somebody was like, kind of looks like somebody peeking around the corner. I'm like, okay, well, now it's somebody peeking around the corner. <laughs> so add this little add this little dude pointing up at everything going on up here on top of the little castle tower like looking thing just add a little bit of ink lines in and made it where it's like some old dude in a robe pointing up at the all the crazy going on 
But yeah, that's my first full illustrated piece I've done on my own in quite some time, man. And it just started out as some inking brush tests and turned into something later. People would be like, so what is that? Uh, it's funky. It's fun. It's I uh, well, you know, I kind of consider it like what surrealism basically, you know, is what it is. Yeah. Some people said it kind of reminded them of either like a kind of like Doctor Doctor Strange kind of stuff or or something to that effect. And I'm like, sure. I think it started out because I think it was worn as like when it was all the all the inks on its own. Actually, I have that piece. Here's what it started out as is right here. And he said it kind of reminds me of something like a cover on a of Sandman or something. So it's like, I kind of remember what one of those would be like. So I just ran with it from there, used some, uh, watercolor brushes up at the top of it and then just continued on and added some, a few things in. And that's how it, what it turned into by the time I was done. Like I said, I was figuring it out. I was just doing some testing and it's like, okay, what is this? Okay. That's what this is. What's that? Okay. That's what that is until I finally had it all pieced together. So, yeah, just a little weird illustrative uh, surrealism piece that I did not too long ago. Nice. Let's see what other kind of goodies we got around. Oh, here's a genie I worked on. Oh, that's the wrong one. It'd help if it was the finished version, wouldn't it? I believe this one. Yeah, there we go. Sean Northridge, man, he does really cool work. And a writer buddy that I work with, uh, Chris Cole, I believe he is working on writing something for him that encompasses a bunch of things to do with uh, genies and stuff. So that'll be pretty interesting to see when it comes out. And I am working on a second one now, but... This was a cover that I did for uh, Melvin, for uh, Tim Olson with his Melvin series. And I believe that I've, as soon as I get the word, I'm supposed to be working on a cover for the second issue. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've done plenty of covers. I've done, God, I don't know. I'm starting to lose track of them now. I think I've done about 50. 17, 17 covers through since I've been doing this stuff. Worked on about seven books. Uh, what else could I pull up? Oh, yeah. Here's one of the covers that I did with Rich Parada for uh, Dustin Brunel for uh, his Greed series. Oh, yeah. I guess this one did pretty well in his in his uh, crowdfunding campaign. So I'm glad because that means we did a good job, I guess. <laughs> What's that? I'm hearing a weird sound. Is that me or is that you? I don't know. That could have been me. Oh, I was just hearing like a hump, hump, hump. 
Yeah, my finger was stuck at the bottom of the phone, so, so it's over the speaker. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Well, we'd have to go back. Let's see what else we got going on. Oh, here we go. This is a fun one I did. This was for a uh, for a uh, test page for a uh, Richard Friend for a book that he was getting together called Blaster Kid, nice. which gave me a chance chance to get in there and go kind of heavy metal heavy metally style with it, getting all the texture in and stuff. Because you know I'll do various various different incarnations of, of my color work. Sometimes it'll be more textured, sometimes less, sometimes rendered more, sometimes less, just depending on what the piece calls for. Here's one I really want to get kicked off the ground, which is me, Chris, and, uh, and, uh, Greg Kimmett have been tossing around. This is all reference photos. Let me get to the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So this is for one that we want to get together that's called uh, Johnny Get Your Mech. And it's basically retro sci-fi. The way we put it is kind of like uh, the Warriors Blade Runner and like uh, old Marlon Brando and James Dean rebel kind of movies, but uh, with, with mech, mechs, you know, fighting mechs and stuff instead of just racing cars and stuff, you know. Oh, cool. So that's one that we need to get rolling a little bit more. This is just a piece me and Greg worked on for a concept, initial concept piece. I was like, sure, you want to name that Phil's Diner, man? I, I heard you get food poisoning there and stuff, you know. But. <laughs> Oops. Lorenzo found found the link for Melvin too. Oh, cool. Yeah, I gotta catch up with Tim and see what's going on with all that, but as soon as I get the as soon as I get the finished uh, line work over, I'll be starting uh on that. There you go. There's another. This is one of the ones that uh, me and uh, Greg did for like uh, May the 4th for Star Wars Day. Yeah, he I love that one. Just sends me over the pencils. Basically, when I work with Greg's stuff, he just sends me over the pencils. And I either do a little post work and clean up some of the pencils or I'll even add in little bits of uh, ink line work if I need to make uh, make a little finer definition of things and stuff, man. But this one, I'm basically, I try to let as much of his pencils show through as possible when yeah. I work on that kind of stuff, which I still have not got a chance to get a print of that one yet. Now, I know probably won't want to make too many because if I try to table them, you, you know, you might always catch hell like, hey, hey, cease and desist that young man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know how that goes. Fuck that mouse. <laughs> Oh, 
here was one I just wrapped up for the Halloween season, which I think we're going to turn into a story. And like I said, I always end up giving him a title. This was just a page he did, just, you know, not pre-planned for any particular story. And I called it, what was it? The Curious Tale of Hawthorne and the, the Devil Squid. We got that. Let's see what's another Halloween type one. This one was cool because I posted this up over on the Twitter, which I usually don't do. And this is, of course, you know what this one's from? Trick or treat. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, so I posted that up over on Twitter. It's like, well, I need to start posting over there more, especially when Facebook went down for the day. And I was like, oh, you need to have a backup plan for where you're putting stuff, man. Don't rely on just Facebook. So I posted this over there. And I was like, okay, the usual people liked it. And I was like, okay, who's this dude that liked it? This, what was his name? Uh, Quinn Lord. I'm like, who the heck's this? And I pulled up to see who it was. And it's like, Quinn Lord was this dude. He was Sam from Trick or Treat. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. The character ran across it on his own. I didn't have him tagged in it or nothing, man. So that was pretty neat. Yeah, that that's like you take a you take a screenshot of that and then you circle his name. Yeah, and put it and, and print it up and put it next to the movie. And let's see, this is one where I've been. I might do a little more to it, but people like it more minimalistic, so I may keep it mostly like that. But this is one of the other ones, one of the new ones I've been working on. I might oh, just yeah. add in the colors on the eyes and just leave it where that red pops and leave everything else alone. Maybe a little more shading with the blue colors and everything. But it kind of works like that where it's not. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's just crazy good. Yeah, Greg does some cool stuff, man. I love working on Greg's stuff. And he's a cool dude, man. Speaking of that, here's one that's been sitting in the background for a while. We had this little short that Chris Cole came up with, and me and Greg just had messed with it as we get the chance and everything. But a little little story called Halloween Safety where, you know, Halloween Safety. Safety means a little more than just wearing your uh, you know, fluorescent orange bands, you know, so you can be seen well, you know. In this place, you know, you got to stock up, you know, you got to stock up like 90s action hero, hero, you know, in your leather and your sword and your, you know, all the little goodies because uh, you can run into stuff like, let's see, let me find, I'm looking for. Because you might run into stuff like this, so you better be prepared. So it's not so easy going out and getting your uh, Halloween candy in this particular alternate alternate world. Yeah, you got to be more, uh, a little more. You got to be a little more stocked up like this. You need to pull out. You need to bring out the the, the heavy guns, man. <laughs> oh yeah. So Lorenzo can't find your uh, your Twitter. Your Twitter is uh, Phil Man X, isn't it? Phil Man X, yeah, or Phil Man X One Art. Either one. I mean, I think I'm the only one going under Phil Man X. 
of any kind there anyhow. Or, you know, I think I have it secondary as I've got it listed as PA Leon or Phil Leon. So any of that should I'm probably will be the only one that you'll run across that has uh, comic stuff posted up. <laughs> yeah, I found my original uh, first three issues of uh, Ethan Van Schreiber's uh, original Cyber Frog from the 90s today. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like digging through boxes. I found uh, a bunch of old, old Crusade comics um, from Billy Tucci for, you know, she and Tomo and a couple of the things that he did. And uh, found two of the early uh, Adam Hughes covers for uh, Lady Death. And I was like, oh, the 90s. I was like, I hate 90s comics. But we like using all the gimmicks from the 90s comics again. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Actually, Greg is Greg is watching the show, man. I wondered what that little message was I heard earlier. It says, watching the creator outlet interview. Love it, man. Guess he has to subscribe to comment. But yeah, Greg, I'm glad you're watching, buddy, man. Because a lot of that stuff is the stuff I worked on with you, man. So... Yeah, and subscribe to the channel. Oh, yeah. Like and subscribe, all that good stuff. Let's see. What else could I show off here? Like I said, I've just got tons of stuff, man. I've done lots of pieces through the years now. <laughs> it's accumulated. Here we go. Since I don't have a print of it, here is the... uh the Mando piece I was talking about earlier. Oh, nice. Yeah, I remember this. This, this is cool. And I did have some prints of that for the last show I was tabling at, and they all sold out. I didn't print up too many, but, you know, because, of course, not original IP, so limited run is the safest way if you're going to do that. But, yeah, I ran all out of those. Those went quick. Everybody liked those. Yeah, it's like it's it's Mando and Baby Yoda, so you know what's not to like. And that's the one I worked on with uh, Sean MacArthur from over at Divided Districts, which is Sean right here. That was the cover that I colored, and that is Judge Apat or Judd Apatow. They were filming in uh, Staten. He was walking to work, had his portfolio with him, and Judd was like, "Well, let me see the stuff." He's like, this is really cool. <laughs> and so he got a picture of Judd Apatow with the, the cover you saw earlier. Nice. Yep, Greg says he, he's going to subscribe, man. He says, damn it, we need to get on another project together here. You're right, bud, we do. So what kind of, what have you been getting into lately, Will? Well, I've been, uh, been doing a little writing and, uh, 
getting back into doing some reviews again and uh, trying to uh, clean up the mess of comics I have over here and uh, get some stuff sold and moved out of the house and trying to get some, you know, some bookshelves in my my bookshelves that were at my uh, LCS for like the last five years or so uh, didn't make it. They, you know, pretty much like all fell to pieces and, you know, teetered to one side and fell down when they went to pull them out. So luckily luckily another friend of mine is uh, about six months ago is his mother-in-law passed, but, uh, and they're going through and get, you know, getting, getting rid of, you know, our stuff. And uh, so it goes, well, she's got these nice two big six foot bookshelves. You're welcome to them. Cool. Yeah. So I will. I will start with. I will start with two shelves and start. You know, one one will go up for you know DVDs and the other one will go up for uh, books. So now oh, here's yeah. one. Did oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's cool. Yeah, this this is an early one that me and Greg did. Man, this was. Uh, he sent me a pencil sketch just of this dude in the middle here. And I ended up uh, painted in a background, painted in some clouds, a little bit of moon action going on, some watery stuff since it is, you know, Cthulhu type stuff. And that's some more of my, some of my lettering stuff that I threw on there with a little HP Lovecraft quote. (laughs) This is from what, let's see, three, four, four, almost five years ago now. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) No. Yeah, it started out like... This is what it started out as. So you can see a little bit of what all I do to stuff. Or what I can do with stuff. So there was the beginning, or the the start and the finish of it, man. Started out with that pencil sketch, went through, did a little bit of inking in it, you know, just a little bit, just enough lines where it needed to find and everything. Left a lot of the pencils, but yeah. So we like to do some some smash banging stuff together like that. Very cool. Oh, there was a thing for our profile. Where's the one where we have the Terminator shit? There we go. There you go. Uh, uh, me and me and Greg sketch. <laughs> All I can hear in the background is my daughter in her room singing. Oh, now the only thing I've been hearing is whatever you got going on in the background of the kind of rattle, scoopy, scrapey noise, or whatever it is. I don't know exactly what it is. It's just me holding the phone, and it's you know the phone's rubbed, leaning against my shirt. And... Oh yeah, yeah. Now here's another one we did. Oh shit, this one's from 2016. This is a while ago, but you know that was the whole one of the Negan scenes from The Walking Dead. Greg just threw the pencils my way, and I worked on it from there. There you go. Here we go. You can see can see what I started out with and how we how we ended up with it at the end of it 
wow, that came out great, man. Oh, this is another. This one's super, super. Oh, that's not even the finished one. Where's the finished one? That one was from a while, while ago. I think this is one of the first pieces that I that I did when we just did a one-off piece. That's cool, though. And here was for a cover that never came to fruition, so it didn't get finished up. I don't know if that book's ever going to come out or not. Oh, and Maybe hey, look, even, even Phil draws once in a while. Even though it was on lined paper, when I was done with I was just doodling around, and I end up finishing the whole thing. It's like, God, I wish I wouldn't have done this lined paper, man. <laughs> and that's actually, I think that was from <clears throat> a character from a... Uh, Castlevania. I think it was the Symph Symphony of the Night game of Castlevania. My version of him, anyhow. Here you go. Now you can see a better. You can see a better version of that cover that I showed you earlier that couldn't get a good enough light on with the camera. <laughs> oh yeah, that looks good though. So yeah, I really like doing the lightning, all the lightning effects or electricity bolts. Electricity and uh, metal stuff. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Oh, this was, where was that? Yeah, here you go. Here's another one. This is one I did a few years back. That's all just Bill stuff dinking around, man. It was around Friday the 13th, and I was like, oh, what the hell? So, yeah, that one I, you know, I penciled, penciled it up, then threw it in digital and started inking and threw the colors in on it. What if Harry Potter's mother was murdered at Crystal Lake? <laughs> yeah, there you go. This is an early Phil and Greg piece. Hmm. And let's see what else we got in here. Oh, I actually posted this one up earlier. I know. I think you ran across it on there, actually. It's like, yeah, oh, that's man. perfect. I know how to do the, the Amish look, man. They live right outside of the city. <laughs> Here's an Amish kid that's about to murder your whole family. He wants you too, Malachi. <laughs> Get him for the bond raising, would you? Let's see. I know what I could show. I could show you like something from one of the first stories I ever worked on. Let me get to the right folder. Man, there's more good stuff in here. I just got so much stuff to grow through here, man. Is this the one? This is early. Uh, dang it. Wrong copy. 
but yeah this is an early commission that i did for the the owner of ravenfish studios joe that i know and me and uh chris mad uh collaborated on this one for a commission for joe nice wonder what chris has been up to i haven't caught up with chris mad in a little bit i know he went to the new york he's comic at, con he's at a show this weekend too he's at oh, baltimore okay. And I only know that because he took a picture of his girl behind his table at, at Baltimore and tagged himself and put it up on his page. Oh, okay. okay. This was an earlier cover that I did, one of my first of the first two or three that I ever worked on. This was for something, the, the Great Warman uh, anthology. Thick book with a lot of different uh, artists and writers in it. I worked on about two or three of the stories in that one and did the cover my painted background that is not a picture of clouds and stuff that is painted in by hand <laughs> that's one thing that drives me nuts is when people just put an actual photograph in the background of their comic art man <laughs> it drives me nuts i'm like i didn't ask for a photo book yeah. i asked <laughs> Like the the only ones that do that that I that I like are like the uh, remember they did it with the with the with the classic Star Trek stuff where they would just make they in they announce it it's it's not like a comic it's it's an adaptation of like one of the episodes and they just freeze frame all the all the stills and just add the word bubbles in so you can read the episode and John Byrne did a did a few the other year on the same premise, but he rewrote the episodes to be something completely different. Yeah, see, it's weird. I've not been in some of these folders in so long. It's taken the computer a minute to catch up and remember what all was in there. <laughs> Why are you making us blow the webs off of this folder, sir? But that was a story out of the anthology. Working in some black and white for the photo which i don't usually work in black and white so i was glad that turned out okay <laughs> well you could always send it over to warren and be like dude how's this look yeah oh <laughs> what else can i dig into here well why don't you tell us what's coming up next for you and we're gonna have to wrap this in a in a few minutes uh we've been going over an hour and a half and uh, oh holy crap yeah and i said i barely touched the surface and all this stuff <laughs> my phone is down to seven percent so uh oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah what i'm working on now like i said i've got a cover coming up that i'm working on uh uh, for uh, Melvin, um, I've got a few one-off pieces I need to get to yet. Um, White Devil should be coming out anytime soon on the crowdfunding campaign because that first issue is all done. As soon as I hear back from uh, Roland and see what's going on with that, but I'll definitely keep everybody posted on that. Uh, possible future work with Naked Cannibal Campers, depending on how that goes. Uh, I might be if things 
work out right and stuff i may be doing possibly do something a little more with atrocity press uh yeah that's that's all i can think of off the top of my head right now well uh pariah mud and blood that cover for uh for doc and i guess i if, if that works out it may be depending this is all just up in the air it's nothing solidified but i may uh be able to work on some of the sequentials in that series too so we'll just see how that goes but basically right now man just uh trying to stay busy trying to network get more gigs in because you know this is what i do <laughs> oh yeah gotta gotta keep going keep on keeping on Oh, yeah, yeah. It's been a little bit slow, you know, a little bit here lately, which I'm not used to too often. But, you know, it's that time of the year and everything's a little bit tight with people right now and stuff. So it's understandable. But, you know, stuff's still coming through and coming in. Oh, thanks for posting that up, Lorenzo, man. Yeah, so follow follow uh, Phil over at his link there and uh you can find him on all the social media, either as Phil, Phil Man X or uh, Phil Leon. Yeah, Facebook's probably the best way. If you need to get hold of me, like I said, I do. I do covers, sequentials, pinups, uh, one-off pieces, stickers, uh, and I also do a little bit of uh, graphic design work for layouts and stuff for people, as far as if they need it for like, you know, titling for their covers. Or they need a credits page like you saw with the uh, with the Mary Machine Gun credits page or like in the Divided Districts book. Um, yeah, but the easiest way to get hold of me for any of that is uh, Phil Leon on Facebook. And other than that, you know, Portfolio and Art Station under Phil Man X. You can find me on Twitch under uh, Phil Man X for like stuff like the Zen Den which I try to do once a week. I'll get back into it more, but usually me and Warren at least doing some coloring and drawing. Uh, but yeah, Phil Man X on about any social media or Phil Leon. And like I said, the easiest way to get a hold of me as far as if you would like to get me on a project of yours is uh, Phil Leon on Facebook. And uh, we can always work out whatever's within your budget. We'll figure it out and I'll, I'll, I'll make it all shiny for you, man. Oh, look, shiny squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. That's the way I feel when I got a couple projects going on doing the juggling, you know. Squirrel. Okay, over to this one. Oh, squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you know, just crazy trying to get everything, you know, going on and, you know, doodling because uh, my daughter's into the art. You know, big time now when she's doing all digital, and uh, she got a she got a Wacom tablet sitting at home. But she oh, nice! A, she needs a uh, she needs to know what the best uh, iPad is to get to go with it to make everything work. The best iPad. Well, as far as me, and I'm kind of a purist about it, but I'm just like a desktop rig in your Wacom man. <laughs> Yeah, but she's she's got everything going through her Apple account. Oh yeah, yeah. So she's like, she's like, 
she has one. She has an iPad, but the whole thing froze up and uh, won't work anymore. So she wanted to get like a good one for, uh, you know, for doing for doing it. She's doing, you know, she's doing the anamorphic animal thing. Oh, anthropomorphic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like somebody in the room here recently, uh, Big Daddy Bowser, his uh, his uh, his girl, she does she does a lot of anthropomorphic stuff and the furry stuff, and she's been getting out there more with that art and stuff lately, man. Those guys, what is it? Majestic. Majestic art. That's oh, what no. they're headed under. And, and John does a lot of uh, motion graphics and stuff, you know, like you know, for people's intros on their streams and stuff like that. He's, he does some pretty cool stuff. He's the one that did out of the blue, just because he's part of the crew that hangs out, man, out of the blue, he sent me over a, a Zen Den intro. So when you see all that smoke blowing out and everything in the Zen Den, that was all put together by John, man. He does a really good job. Oh, cool. I thought that was just you, you know, shotgunning the camera. Yeah, no, no. I was doing a thing where it's like if I set it up right and it's next to me, I can like take a hit and blow and it'll actually look like it's going off into that little intro screen. So, <laughs> so yeah, she's 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 doing that. I bought her an art program that she really likes uh, for her birthday. So she's been playing around with that. It's got like a million different brushes and all kinds of bells and whistles. So she just, you know, exploring through that and, and, you know, having fun. So I'm like, cool. She got a little mad. I'm like, why don't I give you all that paper? Why don't you draw some stuff traditionally? Ew. No. How am I supposed to monetize you? You are not monetizing me, father. (laughs) Well, hey, now these days it's becoming more like with me. You know, I don't have, since I work digitally for colors, I don't have any like physicals, you know, unless I print it, though it's not an original. But now I've been sitting back and seeing how it's been going because I saw when they kind of came on the scene and now I've seen how it's getting more attention and more people are about it. And that's the uh, NFTs. Yeah. So if you're doing digital stuff, man, it gives people a chance to just work digitally to have like actually that original like you're you know if it goes over somebody buys it with the nfts they have it man they have all the ones and zeros of that original piece and it's theirs you know so that is a cool new thing for a digital artist to be looking at as far as monetizing their work when you don't have a a, you know as far as your original pieces since you don't have an actual tangible object unless you go and print it up and then it's not an original anymore you know you know since it's printed you know Dynamite's so, been doing a lot of that stuff with uh, doing like the NFTs for Red Sonja and Vampirella and stuff. And I'm like, oh, now all the bandwagons are coming in. Great. I know. I've just been keeping an eye on it until everybody gets it sorted out and stuff. I was keeping an eye on it from when it first came on the scene. I'm like, oh, this might be interesting. Let's see what happens with it. But like I said, lately, man, it seems to like really be coming up into the public consciousness and being more of a thing now so it's probably more of a time to look into it a little more <laughs> especially if you're a digital artist yeah there's uh there's a lot of it that i've seen i'm like i'm looking at the art the nft and i'm like this is kind of subpar but people are buying it i'm like okay buddy you know 
if I'm going to, if I was going to buy an NFT, I would want, you know, a high level of art on that NFT, you know, not, yeah. not just, you know, something that looked like, you know, I drew it. Not the experimentals like you drew it. <laughs> yeah. Like, You're like, not the experimental realm where they're just like, here, let me just throw something together and throw it out there and see if anybody bites, you know? I, like I said, that's where it probably is right now because everybody's waiting to kind of see how it all pans out, you know, get everything situated a little more and figured out before they decide to jump in on it. So I think that's why you haven't been, if, if you've been looking at those, you haven't seen high quality stuff yet. I think that's probably everybody's just getting that all lined up and figured out to start putting up the really good stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. but like I said, we'll see how it plays out, man, because it's a new thing. Not as new now, but I mean, it is still relatively new as far as, you know, the spectrum of time goes with this stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to see how that pans out and how that's all going to work out and, you know, make sure it is solid on the copyright and licensing end of all that to see how really well established it's, it is right now at this point. Before stuff really happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Joe, I want to thank you for coming out and uh, and and hanging out uh, and uh, showing off all kinds of all kinds of cool stuff. I uh, I will definitely be uh, be looking for that uh, Silverline Kickstarter to launch. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> be like, yeah. and uh, we will we will talk to everybody soon. Everybody have a great weekend, and uh, you know. Go relax and, you know, read a comic. Relax, read a comic. Be good to each other. There you go. <laughs> and smoke a little dupe. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, thanks for hanging out, buddy. Uh, it's good to see you again. And, yeah, uh, thanks for having me on, man. I got plenty more stuff sometime if you want to pull me on that we didn't even get a chance to go through. <laughs> yeah, you got plenty of stuff saved, saved aside. Uh, we can go through a different time and... Uh, when I get Max on, then you can hang out in the chat and heckle him. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, thanks for thanks for hanging out. Uh, thanks to uh, Lorenzo for dropping all the links and for Doc popping up and everybody else that, that came in to uh, say Heidi Hill neighbors and, and all that funky stuff. Uh, we will see you next time right here on Creators Outlet.